Discord is at the heart of cross-Atlantic gaming. So today, it's sponsoring us. Come down, join us. Links are in the show notes. Now it's time for Fight For Me. Welcome to episode 76 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week is my co-host, Chocolate Bear. How you doing? What's going on, Chocolate? It's going to be a nice, small, intimate show tonight, just the two of us. Just what I like, just the two of us. Just the two of us. We and can make it if you try. And that's the end of the singing for this show. Yep, yeah, sorry. You are welcome, ladies and gentlemen. All right, before we get into the show, we do have one announcement. Our active Discord user for the month of October. It was a tight race between Ryan and Aimster. But before our bot died, (laughs) the person that was on top was Aimster. Woo! Yes. So I I never know if you're you're supposed to cheer for those people. Like You've put so much time and effort into... Being a part of our community, I guess we should. But also, you spent a lot of time on Discord. Like, I think I was like seventh or something this month. Probably not great on my part. I think the top seven consisted of every active FIFA player in the community. That, that's a hundred percent true. It's like a lot of days things seem kind of like they get slow once in a while. I'm like, where is everyone? And then I click into the FIFA channel because I have it muted, and there's just like four thousand messages I haven't seen before. It's like. Oh, I found everyone. They're all talking about FIFA. <sighs> but luckily, that's the only FIFA talk you're going to get this whole podcast. So, hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Indeed. But our bot is now broken, isn't it? The The bot is dead. Uh, yeah, like it wasn't working for a, a little while. And I was like, all right, what's going on? And it had reset itself. So, the prefix that you have to put in, which is usually just an exclamation point had reverted back to a hashtag and then an exclamation point to get it working again so i had to change that and then when i did uh now it's not tracking xp so the month of november may may or may not have a leaderboard (laughs) announced uh so yeah take that for what it is we still appreciate all of you active users in discord thank you yeah you're welcome Anyways, another week in gaming. What have the two of us been playing? Let's uh, let's start with another game completed by Chocolate. Yes. Takara, you rolled credits on Gears Five finally. I know that's a, a at least it was a couple people's game of the year, and now Outer Worlds is out. I don't know. The talk seems to be changing. Who knows? But you, how did you enjoy Gears Five? Yeah, I um, I did have some hang-ups about the open world element of gears uh, kind of going around i call it fetch questy but it wasn't fetch quest it was it was just, it was very frustrating at trying to pick up all the little extra clues to kind of finish off the main main part of the story so i i managed to hit every everything which i'm quite pleased with uh, but i had some see i don't know whether i, I want to mention this now so i had some predictions and I was about three quarters of the way through the story. So if you don't want any spoilers... <laughs> I was like, you are tiptoeing dangerously yeah. around this. I 
don't listen. Fast forward a good minute and a half, and then uh, and then come back into it. So here we go. Spoiler alert. What, wait, what do I do if I don't want to hear a spoiler? Am I supposed to guess? Oh, that's a point. So uh, risky. What the? <laughs> Are you going to finish Gears? I think is the first question. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to need to in order to get some type of Game of the Year list out. <laughs> I'm so, gonna give you. I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. Ready? 30 seconds. Set. Go. So my prediction was that there was going to be a phoenix that died, and also that Katie would lead the Gears team. So my feeling is Gears Six, Katie will be the new leader. My other prediction of a phoenix dying, kind of tiptoed to a choice that you make almost on the last second to last chapter. You get to choose who, unfortunately, passes away. You can come back in now, Risky. Don't make me try and fill 30 seconds of air. All right. <laughs> did you finish? I did finish. Just... All right. It's all we're looking for. So, yeah. So, yeah, the story's fantastic. It's, it's good. It does... You do get to the final chapter. You do what you have to do. And it does leave you feeling... Oh, is that it? Wanting for some more? Yeah, also, I don't want to say unfinished, but I think every Gears, Gears of War has been five chapters comprising of, or five acts compacting of so many chapters. This kind of fell a little bit short of that. Um, the story, however, was very in-depth, drew me in, loved every minute of the story. Um and I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do come Gear 6. So it set itself up for a Gear 6, it sounds like. But, oh, it, like, of course it did, though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why why would you not flog this this horse of Gears of War when you can make more money? Um, I think there'll be another couple of Gears installments. Yeah, and I wonder they're... if they're just going to... I want to say keep doing it kind of like how the Star Wars movie trilogies went. It's just kind of different sections. You had your original Gears trilogy, and then now you're getting the, the next six or the next three. And then yeah. it's like maybe you'll end up getting a prequel or something, or I don't, or like 20 years in the future or something like that. I wonder if they're going to keep doing like sets of three. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind going 20, maybe 30 years in the past, kind of like a new. A new, a young Marcus Phoenix going up through the ranks. Yeah, right, something like that. But then I wonder if that's also something better suited for their little spin-offs like Gears Judgment or something like that. Yeah, but we don't talk about that game. That's <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> Apparently we don't. That's true. Uh, that's good, though. Hey, you rolled, a, yeah. rolled, another, rolled another game. We'll let you yeah. go. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quite happy. I think I'm down to, what, three or four games completed for the year? I, and I, that feels like you might be beating me at this point. So, <laughs> but you were oh, doing we're so trouble. well. You were doing so well at the beginning of the year. You were batting away quite a few in the first couple of months. Uh, yeah, but I think a lot of those were games that I had started in 2018, and then <laughs> so I think realistically, I probably had to put like a few hours into each of them to be done. <laughs> and they were all like indie Switch games. I feel like I don't know that I've beat. Hey, well, hey, I did roll credits on Borderlands 3. Proud of that one. I'm sure I didn't do it the way I'm supposed to with 18 additional playthroughs after it and all that stuff, but he's got time for that. Yeah. 
That's my Not next I. one. That's my next one. You, I'm surprised you haven't beat that yet. Gears was my... I started Gears first, so that Finish was the next up. one. Yep. So by Definitely. the time nobody is playing Borderlands 3, you'll be there just in time to not play with anyone. Possibly, or they'll be on their 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th playthrough. <laughs> That's true. They're just going to be dropping you these guns that just blast through all the content. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Chaotix dropped me a few already, he said, so I need to go jump in and uh, check it out. And I think with the amount of shift codes you have at this point, you probably don't even need to play the game. Just get to your ship and uh, just take out a new weapon every five levels and you'll be fine. Yeah, I have been a bit of a demon with those uh, those shift codes. A fiend. <laughs> Anyone need some shift codes? Join us on Discord. <laughs> Anyone got some shift codes? <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. <laughs> uh, good on you though. I'll definitely I'll be finishing it. I was in the, the third act when I stopped. I just oh power through, power I through. Know. You're it's not got that this f- bad gamer ADD stuff. I don't know. You're not that far away. If you're only. Yeah, you're not that far, honestly. All right. You've sold me. I will finish it before the end of the year. <laughs> Which, funny enough, is going to be here in, like, what? We're two months away from the end of the year already? That's oh, nuts. Crazy. I've got so much stuff to be playing other than Destiny. <sighs> sort my priorities. That's what i got to do. Yep. Oh, well. So, Gears 5 wrapped. Awesome. Proud of you. Um. All right, uh, I've been playing a little bit of this game called Minute, which is spelled M-I-N-I-T, not minute like the amount of time, but funny enough, it has a lot to do about time. This, uh, I think this came into Game Pass recently. Yes, maybe. I'm sure we covered it on our show. I would have just forgotten at this point. Uh, but anyways, Minute it uh it reminds me a lot of well at least the style of it it reminds me of zelda except for it's black and white and each playthrough or playthrough i say playthrough in quotation marks is 60 seconds long so what essentially is happening you're starting off in this starter area uh you have 60 seconds you see the timer in the top left and you have that much time to go until your guy dies and then you wake up the next morning and you get 60 seconds again that's these this whole entire game will get beat in 60 second chunks so this is your perfect game for the, the way you play exactly a hundred percent um so yeah you initially you wake up you uh it like i said it reminds me of zelda you wake up you go down to the beach you find a sword i just finished playing and not finished playing i'm still playing link's awakening but that's like how that game started exactly so definitely some inspiration there but you find this sword and then you get this curse put on you where you get you die every 60 seconds essentially uh what's cool though is every 60 seconds you're going out into this world uh, you're learning things, you're collecting things, and when you start your next run, say you found the sword during your first run. Now that you have the sword, when you wake up the next day, you're going to have that sword to uh, progress through the world, I guess. Um, there's other things like flashlights, uh, just a bunch of different items that you're going to be collecting during these 60-second runs that are just going to help progress uh, you further into the story, into the world, and whatnot. Uh, what the 60 second timer does it puts an urgency on the game uh, by a lot so (laughs) what something this is super early on but it's really funny you get to this old like an old man who is telling you this story the whole thing's text-based by the way too so it's not like it it's no uh 
there's no dialogue. It's all written out. So you're reading it. Uh, but this old guy, the way that they're delivering his audio, it's so slow. Like it feels like an old guy talking to you. But as this guy's trying to tell you the story, you're just watching the 60 second counter just slowly tick down. So after like 30 seconds of him telling the story, you're like, oh, well, <laughs> time to restart again. And you run into like <laughs> scenarios like that a couple times. And they, it's it's funny. Um, but yeah, this whole game is black and white. Uh, it's shot from top down perspective, like uh Link's Awakening. And yeah, I don't know. It's a fun little game. The music's great. It's got a little chiptune soundtrack um, that goes really well with it. But uh, it's a lot of fun. And if you need a game that you can play easily in little chunks, and like this game was is maybe like two hours long from what I've heard. <laughs> so uh, definitely a game you could finish in one setting. But the whole idea of it, the whole 60 seconds, uh, take the knowledge you've gained take the new items you've gained uh, and progress this world. And then the the point where I left off was I had reached a new location um, on this starter island. It was a new location that I could respawn at, though. So what that does is just gives me a better starting place where I can utilize those 60 seconds uh, to go even further out into the world, discover more things, yada, yada, yada. But anyways, it's uh, free on Game Pass. I think it's $10 uh, generally everywhere else. Um, so this is the perfect Switch game then? Again. Yeah, I think so. But it, it's tough to purchase it on Switch if you have it on Game Pass, I guess. I've done that before. And it's even on, I looked it up, it's on mobile. Uh, it's like five bucks on mobile. So you can literally play this anywhere. It's great for uh, little burst sex- sessions of play if you need to switch it up or if you only have a limited amount of time. But the whole 60 seconds and then you die, like multiple run things, I think it's it's pretty awesome. It's a fun little game. I see those things they do drive me mad I do like the idea and the premise of them but I can't I need that flow or that knowing I'm going from A to B to C that kind of death would yeah I get that frustra- would frustrate me but that's only because I am that, not a linear yeah I am I'm a linear I need that linear line to uh, follow this exactly to, and I think it yeah it does a decent job of telling you where to go and like you know that like so part of this is you start over (laughs) you run into a cave eventually that you need a light to get into um and then so you're gonna find a light obviously but then you know at the start of that next run you have a light on you you know exactly where you need to run to uh to go through that next part and just kind of it just keeps progressing like that slowly so i'm assuming like well to finish the game or break the curse or whatever it's going to happen in 60 seconds like you're gonna because that's how much time you have so your final run is going to be 60 seconds long at the most um i don't know it's just cool i'd never played anything quite like it with uh like that's time gated and resets you like that um where there's nothing you can do to add time onto it or anything like that it's a it's a neat little game that's a minute m-i-n-i-t no use. Strange spelling. Yep. <laughs> Intentional. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, let's talk about... Uh, let's do some Cobb campaign. You started that up. I know the last time we talked, um, I played a little bit of the campaign, but you're diving into that now. How about that campaign as far as realism goes? Pretty scary, huh? It does, uh, it does push the uh, the blood pressure up, doesn't it? It's... 
the graphics are immense and it gives you that well it does suck you in which obviously i suppose a game like this is meant to um and that it's that second level isn't it after you go through london which i will say at every podcast whenever cod is mentioned or multiplayer i hate the piccadilly map <laughs> the piccadilly Ugh. map is awful yes unless you're unless you're hiding up in a second story window in a shop or something like Oh yeah, sniping it's, down, it's getting a bad, off. bad map design. Especially if you're playing yeah. Domination or whatever. I think it's called Domination, where B is just right in the yeah, center right in the middle. Of the open. It's like yeah. every single person on the map can see you as soon as you spawn in. Like it's it's yeah, tough, not great. Um, but yeah, you, so you go through that level, don't you? And then uh, you get some night night goggles on and go through uh, an apartment complex. Um, yeah, it's very, and it's at very... that it's at that point that you can't distinguish what's real life and what's a video game. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it oh, is nuts. very real. It's it it does so well. I'm finding this story. I don't think I've been sucked into a a cod story as much as this one. The way it looks, the way it plays, the way it feels, it does a fantastic job of kind of just pushing you. Just uh, I think at one point I thought, oh, this is going to be really, really quick because we did what we needed to do. And then it just gives you a lovely kind of left turn and uh, you're like, oh, I've got to start almost right at the beginning again. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Um, but uh, I noticed it. most story campaigns, you kind of get that break, don't you, where it gives you, it sets you up for the next chapter. But this, this feels like it just flows Correct. Well, correctly well, well, is the wrong no. word. It flows from chapter one to chapter two. I was gonna say it feels a lot more like a film. Even is what I would kind of compare yeah, it to. It just, I think it flows from scene to scene without big weird. Here, start here. Here's your loadout. Look at all these weird papers or like just I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of goes from this to this to this to this. And unless like that was the toughest part for me was figuring out when I was supposed to stop. I was just like, so when can I take a break? Because yes. it's not like, hey, you finished a mission. You can now is a great time to save and get out of here. It's kind of like, yeah, nope, it, you're going again. All right. It, it it pushes you constantly through and it feels I think you using the film analogy perfect. It is like a film. You are playing that film. You are that character. Just hands down so far the best cod story i think i've i've played and i'm i want to say i'm seven missions in yeah now. i mean from what i've played that it easily and i think the immersion is is half of that that's what it seems like um even if the story maybe lands somewhere as mediocre for some it's like when you get immersed in that world that it's just kind of i don't know it sucks you and makes you feel like you're there which does so much to push that along so it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's real good so far. Uh, Ronan chat was saying it's the best COD campaign of all time. Well, yeah. Yeah, hands down. Although, if you haven't hands played the Infinite Warfare campaign, give it a shot. It's completely different than other Call of Duty games, and I liked it a lot. Um, That was a good one. It was. It's because there was robots and space travel, just all the things that aren't in, supposed to be in Call of Duty. That's probably why I enjoyed it so much. Uh, good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, lastly, let's talk about 
a new game that rightfully came out right before Halloween. Uh you playing a little after party? We bo- we're both playing a little after party. It looks like. Um, oh, how are you enjoying um, that? It's different. It's not my, not my normal game. Did um, you? Uh, did you play Oxen Free by chance? No, I didn't. But okay. I am. I know. I, I I put down that this reminded me a lot of Inside, kind of that moving left to right, and there's not much more for you to do. Okay. Yeah. As, as far as it being on like a two D plane. Yeah. But they do a very good job of, as you're not a static kind of, you're only moving left to right, they'll give you that kind of, you're moving around a a rock, for instance, or a, so it gives you that kind of 3D element of pulling you in and out as yeah, you're moving right. your character. Um, yeah, I, I love the ridiculous humour. I love the fact that you, if you drink X cocktail, that will give you powers of persuasion. Yeah, it gives um, you like different because that's <laughs> oh, it's so awesome when you hear when you like get to the bar or whatever, and then here's your four cocktails you can choose from, and it kind of tells you like this is what's gonna happen if you drink too much of this, uh, and then when you get into conversations, if you've drank like the whiskey version, it's gonna make you maybe a little angrier and like make it'll give you a special dialogue choice that's just like you trying to get rowdy, but then there's also like the panty dropper ones where it's like if that's the drink you took maybe your powers of persuasion like you said are going to be like a hundred times more powerful than normal because you're drinking this i love that addition yeah and i I do find myself every time i'm in a dialogue i take the drink and then i'm going i'm spamming that top selection just because i'm like well this is what i need at the moment so we're uh we're going for it is that it, does it always pop up at the top the like different colored uh audio or dialogue for, for my ones they have but i believe there's depending on what drink you drink oh. that it might go to the bottom okay um, yeah. so, like, so mine i think have been over to the left sometimes i've noticed as well oh, so okay. yeah that's probably drink dependent like you said yeah i haven't noticed that my the, the static choices have always been left and right and the the premium drink choice shall we say is on the top for me at the moment and maybe that's all part of the way they do it, because I believe Oxenfree had a strange kind of, not dialogue option, but they had like little tw- quirks to their game. Yeah, it's it's smart. And if you don't, we didn't really explain it at the top, but if you don't know what this is, this is a 2D side-scrolling game with a whole bunch of talking. Uh, and the basic premise is you are two best friends, you die, you are sent to hell, and then your overall mission is to outdrink the devil so that you can go back to earth and be alive again so if that's not enough to sell you on the game i don't know what else you need uh but yeah from the 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 parts of it that i've gone through so far the i it's very well written it's very comical it's not quite as campy as oxenfree i don't think um oxenfree felt a lot more like uh like the writers of twilight maybe got a hold of it and tried to infuse some like (laughs) teenage angst into the into the writing there and i think there's a lot lot less of that in this which is a good thing this has got more of an adult i don't say adult theme but it's more it's definitely adult themed i wouldn't let your children play this game for sure no so there are some um i'm trying to think mature content in there isn't it it's it, it is geared towards an adult um and a kind of a not a twisted sense of humor but your sense of humor can't be on that kind of border borderline. You need to have a bit of a 
a kind of a dark twang to your sense of humor because it definitely does push some of those that explains why we're enjoying this so much it did well (laughs) i I didn't giggle a few times listening to why people were put in hell or their punishment because of what they did oh the punishment (laughs) bit is so good it's like this is what you did and this is what happens and i'm not gonna spoil them because i've only heard a couple of them so far but they've been oh it's so fun if you're into um I don't know. Like, I feel like there's not a lot of there's not a lot of game here. You get to play some beer pong, which has like gamey elements of actually having to like line up shots and shoot. But other than that, it's a lot of walking and choosing uh, dialogue options. So just yeah. know that going into it. I think it's not. It's more like a, a graphic, walking a visual dead. novel, I guess. Walking Dead style. I, I put point and click without the point and click, but or yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. Or um, like I said, I'll walk Telltale's Walking Dead style of games. That a two D two D Telltale game. Telltale. Yeah, that one with a with an immense story and the wall the the wall. Put my teeth back in. The world around you is ever not ever evolving, vibrant and alive. So you will have conversations from left and right, and sometimes you don't know whether to stop and listen. It's, yeah, Dude, it's that's just... that's <laughs> that's one reason this game will take way too long for me is because the people like around you will be having these side conversations, and you'll stop, and then you'll start to listen. And I found myself like ten minutes later still listening. Like it's not looping the dialogue; they're still <laughs> just having a conversation, and I don't know when I should leave. Like when have I gotten my fill out of this conversation? Because I don't know if they're ever going to stop. I'm assuming they do, <laughs> but. Uh, those little side conversations, a few eavesdrop. Some of them are. That's some of the best, best comedy in the game. Oh dear, I, I wonder if this game. I haven't seen how long it is, but I've got a feeling it's a very short game. However, if you listen to every bit of conversation that is in a, in a queue or in a line or as people are walking down the street, you could be there for you know so 10, then, 15 then you're hours. In trouble. <laughs> if, but yeah. The, the game is just it's immense it really is and it looks what would you say the art style is uh just like oxen free <laughs> okay <laughs> so for people who've played that it's uh it's definitely cartoony um maybe like that game that had uh what's his name the hobbit guy in it Sh- nope not shia labeouf who's oh yeah, who's Frodo? His What's his name? Somebody in chat, help! Oh, we're on Twitch. I'm not going to get an answer for 30 seconds. Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood. Elijah, yes. Um, he was in a game, and now I can't think of the name of that stupid game. Yeah, whatever. If you've played Oxenfree, uh, it's made by Night School, which is the same developer and looks identical. This one just takes place in hell and not on a beach. So, hmm. yeah, I, I mean, it's a good game. I definitely. I, how long to beat? Says six to eight hours. So. It, that's actually meatier than I thought it was going to be. I think that's longer than the COD campaign. So <laughs> there's a definitely some some game to be played there. More than you'd think. Oh, good. All right. Well, hey, this uh, that segment goes way quicker when there's only two of us. <laughs> yeah, I think Moose asks a lot more questions. <laughs> that's true. I don't. I don't have questions for you about Gears or COD. So yeah. Well, I can spoil it if you want. Got it. Nope. 
nope, I already had to take my headset off for 30 seconds. Not interested in doing it again. All right. Um, before we move into the news, we can briefly talk about what's going on with Game Pass Roulette. Um, everybody's playing Outer Worlds right now. I know that Chocolate and I have both got to play some of it. I know Moose has played some of it. I know that a lot of the community has played some of it. Um, the episode that that will be dropping is going to be two episodes from now. That is on November 19th. So we still have two more weeks for people who have been playing this. I know, I think Dan Pod is the first person that I've talked to in Discord that has beat it. So we do have people beating the game already uh, and others that are putting a lot of time into it. So we'll make a call for um, all opinions, feedback, that kind of stuff uh, for the next coming weeks. Um, If you guys have that feedback, throw it in a paragraph, throw it into uh, the Game Pass Roulette channel in Discord. And uh, we'll we'll definitely be having a good talk about this game on episode seventy eight. So get your feedback in. Been told it's not a overly long, I say overly long, abnormal, and I use those in air quotations uh, RPG. So this, I think, some people have quoted maybe twenty five hours. Yeah, which is I, I not... saw something around like thirty or forty, depending on how you're playing it. But still, uh, compared to like other bethesda rpgs that are hundreds of hours long yeah this seems short ish yes which is good i like that but yeah and it's not like you need to finish the game or anything to give feedback you could have just started it maybe you have questions for us um or whatever it just start a conversation we already have people talking about it in there uh so hop in give us your feedback and we'll be talking all about it on episode 78 um all right well with that, let's get into some news. All right. Chocolate Moose is off this week, so you're on news duty. I'm on the news duty. What's in the headlines this week? So, um, The Witcher TV show arrives on Netflix December the 20th. Now, I've just watched a trailer for this. Oh my god, it looks good. Dude, the second trailer <laughs> is so much... Like, the first trailer wasn't bad, per se, but the second trailer I just thought it was so much better. And I, I can't wait, dude. I th- I was looking at him, and there was a kind of a close-up of him, and I was like, yeah, I think you've got it. You've nailed... I think we can make the... this work somehow. Yeah. Somehow this so will I sent, work. <laughs> I sent the link to my wife. I was like, right, this is what we're doing in December. We're watching this. Yep. So, yeah, can't can't wait. And that's the thing. I don't think you need to be a gamer for a show like this. So no. Well, they're pushing it as the books. There was no in one of the trailers I watched. There was no Witcher game. It was um, from the books. I can't remember. Right. The yeah. I guess I knew that. So that's yeah. Um, I mean, it looks awesome. Yeah. I I was definitely kind of cautious, and I guess I still am cautiously optimistic when Henry Cavill was cast as Geralt was kind of like I don't know and then like the initial images that came out of him with the wig and stuff I don't know it's like they had to throw some dirt on his face to make him look better in these trailers it's like yeah now he looks more rugged and like he's been through some shit not pretty boy Cavill with a weird white wig thrown onto his head on that jawline Um, but yeah It looks, it does look like it's going to be the business. Um, I did see somewhere that they believe, I think it was, was it a writer or someone said that they've got seven seasons worth of content either able to look back on or planning to 
kind of put out there. That's and, so that, and like yeah, I think how many there's like nine books now or something ridiculous. So plenty of and even new stories to be written. Um, it's like touch a little bit here on something that we already know about, and then there's I don't know they have so much stuff they could do with it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. We need everybody to uh, get out and watch this on December twentieth so they see that it's something that they should continue to do year over year and not just cancel it. No, yeah. Right, I'm going to jump to the next one. Mixer subs have lowered from five ninety nine to four ninety nine, and that's a bit of a surprise. I think this was announced two, two or three days after after Shroud what's... came over. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Yeah, very strange. But I'm trying to think whether they are trying to compare because Twitch has upped their subs if you sub on a iOS device or they're doing something now with coins because Apple take a a little chunk of that revenue so that's why you could never subscribe over the telephone on iOS devices Yeah, well neither did I, I thought it was a bit strange but it came out I don't know, a couple of weeks ago I read that that's the reason why you could never sub so now you have to buy coins if you want to sub on your iOS device (laughs) But yeah, ridiculous. More importantly, Mixer has dropped their sub price, which is good for everyone. Yeah, I think Uh, there's something that's way more palatable about four ninety nine versus five nine. Like I don't know what it is, but it's the same thing with like if something's ten ninety nine versus nine ninety nine. Like, yeah, it makes it seem so much more affordable. Like. Yes, it is five dollars now, and that makes it okay. When it was five ninety nine, eh, count me out. But four ninety nine, yeah, sold. Yeah. yeah, it's good marketing. It, it, it's definitely the the way to do it. Um, so that's good. Yeah, for sure. Um, next up, EA officially cancels NBA Live Twenty. Womp womp. So, mm, so they want to focus on the next generation of players and platforms. What on earth does that mean? I don't know. Do you think like <laughs> they just don't think they can compete with NBA 2K and it's like every NBA Live the last couple of years just seems like it. Like I'm not a basketball player by any means, but it seems like NBA Live has just been getting killed by 2K. Like 2K <laughs> just released a game showing slot machines and just like putting their microtransactions at front and center in their games and trailers and now nba live's like no we can't compete with that but it's like no if anything you should be able to stomp them right now because it's not a good look for them but this is the year that they're going to take time off like what that's weird very strange um i mean me being ea you love to hate them is probably the best term for them this potentially could be helping the other franchises of madden of fifa and might be getting ea to get their act together which hopefully will in turn help their team have a little bit more direction of focus and decide what they want or how they want to push nba well yeah it's weird because this seems like the nba franchise seems to be the one that actually has competition like i know fifa has is that even competition pre, at this point? Like, Pez? It uh, doesn't seem like it. it no, I mean, for, I think it, it all hinges on the gameplay, and at the moment I think FIFA are 
have got the formula down for what people what how people want to play yeah um, and like with madden like there's no madden competitor so it's kind of like they've never had to be up against much except for nba 2k so it's kind of weird that this is the one that they're hopping out on is the one that they have competition from so yeah. i don't know kind of funny we'll have to, yeah or licensing that could be the what it is the deal breaker true it could be all to do with licensing um right moving on to another lovely ea story ea joins steam so your ea games are slowly going to start showing up on steam starting with the jedi fallen order what a surprise the biggest game they're going to release this year <laughs> yep. um so it's going to be available through steam in spring 2020 uh all the other games sorry uh, and Origin, it will start with cross-play between Origin and Steam available in the near future. So EA are finally kind of stacking their PC presence and giving, I suppose, the bigger, the biggest platform, Steam, what they need. It's strange that they haven't mentioned Epic, have they? I mean, yeah, I think you you kind of just chew. Well, first of all, <laughs> Epic probably didn't offer them enough money. So that's how that's what Epic does. They just how much money do I need to hand you to exclusively have your games on my platform? Uh, yeah, it, it makes sense for EA. I think Steam's humongous, the biggest platform, biggest launcher on PC. So why not have your games there? And as far as Origin uh, being able to have crossplay with Steam, it's kind of like I don't know. It's a win-win for everyone. So I don't see anything wrong with this. It's cool that EA Access is gonna show up there eventually because that'll be the first subscription service available on steam which is like, kind of cool i guess but yeah ea games back on steam all right why not definitely um so death stranding coming to pc early summer 2020 death stranding currently sitting at an 84 on metacritic now i've heard some <laughs> but uh, you've I mean, this... heard some real good things and real bad things yeah, I mean, I've, um, I'm, this game is not for me, and I don't know what's going on. So obviously, I've my ears are tuned to listening to all the bad feedback about this game. Uh, fair. Um, yeah, I, I've, yeah, eight four, good. It seems like it's going to be a, a good seller for, for them. Yeah, and I think it's. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's good that this thing's review embargo is up a week before the game rather than it being like the day <laughs> of because I feel like a lot of people not knowing what they were getting themselves into would have been really disappointed with this game. But if you know going in that you're essentially just going to be like the UPS man having to fight demons and stuff and like from some of those stuff I've seen it's they put so much focus on your actual movement while you're moving around the world. Like if he has too many packages stacked up on his back it makes him more uh like he'll trip over stuff easier i guess it's it's some of the weirdest stuff it makes it seem like just the walking around part is going to be super tedious uh which for some people great for other people i don't know if you're into being a ups guy in the post-apocalypse uh maybe it's for you i'm still on the fence about this one so yeah, I think it's going to be super cheap, I think. And then all of a sudden they'll see a massive sales splurge. Yeah, and well, right. And then when it 
actually comes to PC, you'll probably see another spike then. Uh, it is kind of kind of weird that they it is going to release on PC though. I figure this would have been just another PlayStation, like nah, always on PlayStation. But yeah, but then also it's a massive kind of okay, four, five, maybe six months at a push. Yeah, it's it's coming out sick. I don't know, strange. It's funny because Ronan in chat said the take that he's seen the most is that it's a great artsy game that actually isn't fun to play gameplay wise. And <laughs> yeah, that seems like a beautiful world with everything that happens inside of it not being that fun or like a very creative story that should have just been a movie and that's it. Like I read somewhere that the end of this game is a two hour cutscene. I don't know if that's a real thing. But if that's a real thing, it's like, what are we, what are we even doing here? Why? So I was going to say that it, you tacked. Well, they should have. Go for it. Go on. No, no, go, go on. It's just, it's you tacked a, a literal, like people pay fifteen dollars to go to the cinema to watch a two-hour movie, and you just kind of tacked one on to the end of your game to to wrap it all up. Like, what is happening? I, I don't yeah. get it. It's real weird. Uh, I was- gonna say they could have gone the uh the route of oh god i can't remember the game uh break not even breaking something it was uh where you did every chapter you'd get a nice 30 minute cutscene of oh, the story quantum break quantum where you break, had to watch you. the tv yeah. show yeah i actually so enjoyed the show that, was though. like 100 100 gigs but that would have been a better a more palatable kind of breakdown then if throwing this is true all if, of it at yeah the end. yeah i mean when you once you roll credits well once you finish the game, that two-hour story's in. Are you going to be sitting there for two hours? Are you able to save it and come back to it? Right, like you need to set aside <laughs> a whole night just to watch a cutscene in a video game. Like that's where we're at. Precisely. What? Yeah. Precisely. Oh, so bizarre. But I guess that's exactly what we should have expected. <laughs> right. So, Xbox All Access is coming back for Project Scarlet. Yes. So... If you purchase an Xbox One X, all bundles, you can now upgrade to the, to Project Scarlet next year when it launches. The way the math works out, you pay $31 a month for two years. You'll have the Scarlet system, Game Pass Ultimate, for $10 cheaper than you would have paid for everything else a la carte. Oh, that was a lot of words. Um, <laughs> so <bad>. this is <laughs> No, no, that's fine. Um, we always want options. Um it seems, and what I've seen on Twitter, they are pushing towards that kind of mobile phone plan esque. Um, I suppose. I, I mean, contract is it, essentially like a yearly yearly upgrade is what we're going to be running into eventually here, and you don't need to be scared of the six hundred dollar price point because now we can break it up into twenty four easy payments of thirty dollars. Exactly, it's um. It's good. So for people who don't want to buy it outright, fantastic. No, yeah. um, it gives a wider range for people who can't necessarily afford forking out that that money. Um, but tacking on Game Pass, and I think Xbox Live was on there as well. Well, wasn't that's it? So Game Pass Ultimate has. It does not have Xbox Live, Live included. Yeah, point. sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's live. It, that's why it's Ultimate, and your PC play as well. So yeah, it, it it's great. Yeah, I think it's it's a super smart and like if you want to get if you're just getting into like it's kind of a moot thing for you and I or people that already have uh, 
a one X, but say you had an OG Xbox, uh, and you want the Scarlet, um, and you need to upgrade, you could get the X now. And then in a year from now, it's not like, oh man, I just bought the one X and now there's a new system coming out. It's like, no, well, you get to upgrade right then. Yeah. So it, it's nice. And then it also, it, but it's <laughs> for a very certain type of person or type of people that don't have uh, X amount of hardware or whatever piece of hardware. Um, it, but then there's also the thing where like for you and I and probably some other people, when Game Pass Ultimate came out, our subscriptions moved forward. So like I'm good with Game Pass Ultimate through 2021. So I, like this $30 a month thing is that's not going to do anything for me. Um, so not helpful for me, but definitely helpful for some people that don't want to drop five, six hundred dollars next November or December. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see how they tack on those two years of Game Pass Ultimate onto your box. Does it come already in there? Do you have so say for us, say in two years' time we as our subscriptions run out, we go for the next the next next one. How would that work? That's the bit I'm interested because you want to keep your game tag, you want to keep everything, all your ecosystem, your friends, your everything else. How does that work? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I feel like that's what as I was looking through this story I was like oh somebody just put this into layman terms and then someone was like well what you really need to know is that if you did this through the subscription it'll be $10 cheaper than if you bought Game Pass every month and bought the system when it came out I was like oh is that really true because you usually get discounts on everything (laughs) including an Xbox One X so but I don't know. If you don't have that money to fork over all at once, uh, $30 a year for literally everything and to own an Xbox One X up until the Scarlet comes out and then own a Scarlet, like, it's, I don't know. That that seems sweet. That would have been a great step uh, for me, like, while I was younger or something, um, for sure. Uh, Definitely. I'm going to enjoy to see the numbers if they publish them. And see how they work. It depends on if it does well or if it doesn't well go well. Yeah, That's how well, you see if you get numbers. I think it's more if the creditors, because they they push you into a creditor right. to, uh, yeah. to get this. You do have to um, pass a credit check <laughs> to get into this yeah. Xbox All Access thing. So, But I believe it's not a, nor- air quotes, a normal credit check. So this, the one over in the UK, is I'm not even going to pronounce it. It sounds like Claritin or something that they're <laughs> signing up to. But that's a company over in Sweden okay. that run it, and they uh, they do other things for credit, like uh, for JD Sports, like a local um, shop outfitter that does sportswear and and gear for the uh, the younger generation. So you can get credit on your two hundred pound pair of trainers. Awesome, crazy, yeah. Anyway, let's sidestep that. One more news story, which is a biggie. BlizzCon 2019. Should we see if they've uh, broken the hearts of people and crushed their dreams? Well, I, I'm assuming it's a step forward from last year just announcing like a mobile game <laughs> and people were expecting not that. <laughs> so yeah, let, let us see. Let's see. Right, so Overwatch 2 has been announced. Boom, already so that... better than last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yep. Yeah wasn't a mobile game um so there was an eight minute cinematic trailer called zero hour 
which looked really, really good. I, oh um, my god! Whenever they put out those little trailer things, it just makes me wish that there was like a two-hour long. That's where I want my two-hour long cutscene chocolate. It's in the Overwatch yeah. world. That's where I need it. I I don't understand why they're not kind of going and pushing anime style story for however many seasons along the game to push or to well anyway that's me that's my way of thinking all these cutscenes would be a lovely little kind of even if you did each bit an eight minute little story as you're pushing the game it'd be brilliant yeah i agree and you might be getting Um, some of that oh so there was a three minute gameplay trailer shows two new uh, hang on two new four player pve cooperative modes there was a story mission uh, will give people a backstory on the world of Overwatch. Certain characters will be locked into certain missions for story purposes. There'll be hero missions, replayable modes, level up heroes, customize, customizable abilities. We're also looking at a new PvP mode called Push. Looks like Tug of War. We have a PvP maps. New heroes shown all... Hang on. Shown... <laughs> Why can't I read today? She's shown off one, and her name is Sojourn. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ooh. Um, and all PvP additions will also be coming to Overwatch 1. So it's it's important to know, um, if you are just all into the PvP of Overwatch, you don't have to purchase Overwatch 2. It will all be in Overwatch 1. However, if you want the PvE that's where you're going to need to look at getting Overwatch 2. Or if you want kind of, you know, higher res and it playing slightly better, then purchase Overwatch 2. It's just, it's the most honest thing that will cost them so much money, in my opinion. Like, it's, I don't know. It's it's a crazy move to be like, yeah, everything from our second game, you can actually play it in our first game if you only wanted to play PvP stuff, which... If people are playing Overwatch currently, you're just into PvP because there's not PvE options. So, it, ugh, I don't know. I, I, good for them. Like, this is awesome for, for the community. I just don't know if it's a smart financial move, which... Yeah, but they need to recoup a little bit back from, uh, <laughs> as we've said, the, the, the dump and drop that they did last year. I think this is... Not an apology, but this is kind of a, a way to build bridges. Yeah, definitely. It's uh and I think the the two new modes seem cool, like the story missions. Um that's kind of that kind of goes to what you alluded to earlier with wouldn't it be cool if you had more cutscenes that kind of just went with missions and it sounds like that's what this is gonna be. They they like pulled out to uh overworld map where you like saw Route sixty six being there, so you would assume that Soldier 76 or whoever, I don't know. I don't know Overwatch lore, but like that mission will have him and some other stuff. And then I'm assuming there's cutscenes for that. So it's like you are going to have a little narrative, which is something I always wanted from this game. Like I always thought that this would make the perfect action adventure, like RPG game. Um, I mean, this could be, as I said, but with the whole story thing, they could be pushing it like a Pokemon style story and like i said releasing it next to the game and you could get more lore and more oh do you mean fantastic like a, if it had a tv show attached to it yeah tv gotcha. show yeah nice 
a good a good TV show, and then you're you're getting the kids to watch it. If you, I mean, the the designs of the characters and the way they look on screen and in these cinematic trailers, I think it would do super well, like across every yeah. demographic. So that's why it's crazy. Definitely. It's not a thing. I, I completely agree. Or not. Like, why isn't there an Overwatch movie? There, that should be a thing. I feel like that would have made a yeah. ton of money. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or we would have streamed it for free. But anyway. Definitely one or the other. Um, so, uh, another announcement. Uh, Diablo 4. They love these uh, long cinematic trailers. Dude, so, a nine-minute trailer dropped. <laughs> <laughs> this trailer I didn't watch. I... Start, I sat down for dinner. I went to play it, and don't watch that yeah, one in front of the kids. It yeah, is horrifically uh, gory. It's really good. It it didn't look kid friendly, so yeah, I didn't watch that. Um, but also, there's a three minute trailer, uh, gameplay trailer, which is great. Seeing these gameplay trailers, um, also uh, looks like a lot prettier and slightly darker than Diablo three. But as we know, I'm no expert. <laughs> um, we will now have an open world where you can run into the players, run into players, run into other players. My reading is on top form. <laughs> we will have public events where you'll be working side by side with other players. Yeah. Horses? Kinda... <laughs> I'll let you get to that one in a second. Go on. <laughs> um, yeah, it looked... Actually, no, you keep going. I'll talk about this stuff when you're done. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> did I throw you off with my horses? Yeah, you completely did. <laughs> Okay, so horses. Is this news? I have no idea, but you can ride a horse now. <laughs> you can ride a what the f- <laughs> Apparently you couldn't but, ride yeah. horses before in Diablo and this is a big thing. Whoever the article I okay. wrote read, the guy was very excited that you can now traverse the lands with horses. So horses. Well ho- hopefully it's not Red Dead style and takes fifteen minutes. True. Um because of the above additions, you will not be able to play Diablo 4 offline. Yeah, that's one of the things I did here. Um, the world is online, and you have... Well, I say the world is online. You have to be online, um, so there's no offline play whatsoever. Which is a bit sad, but those of us with consoles, we're constantly online, so... So not a huge deal until mm-hmm. it comes out on Switch, and then you have to not play from the train or... Taxi cab, yeah. or wherever you play your Switch that isn't home. Oh. But, um, so, looks good. Um, I, I fell off Diablo 3 ages ago. I, don't, I think I, I've tried. Hit it for a week, and that was about it. I was just going to say, I've tried playing Diablo 3 like 14 different times, <laughs> and I'll get into it for like an hour or two. And then I don't know what it is, but I can't get into it. And I love loot and shoot games, which this. Ryan came up with this, so I'll give him the credit in Discord. Uh, but he he called oh, Diablo three a slash and stash since you're not actually shooting. Sl- slash and stash is perfect for this type of game. You nailed it, Ryan. <laughs> Good for you. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know why I could never get into it. But seeing the trailers from this and being part of the cult of new, where I'm gonna play whatever's new, I think this will probably be my first Diablo game where I actually get into it and get into it with some people. Um, but get into it or just get into it and then put well, it down after about time <laughs> shall tell. Um, I do think the making it more of an open world now with other players being in the world is pretty awesome. Um, 
when they brought up the whole public event thing, it just immediately made me think of Destiny, where like a war sat would fall from the sky and it would land, and then it would kind of call out to everybody in the area, like, hey, there's an event that we all need to take care of. Um, so it seems like it'll kind of be that kind of thing, like a random boss maybe will spawn in the world, um, and then you'll actually have other players to help you out, not just your party. So that, that definitely is a, a good new addition. And if you need to get there quick, the horses, man, maybe that, that must horses. be why they added the horses because it's all open world now. So cool. It seems quite a few games now are kind of going to this open world destiny style events, aren't they? It's, um, it's good. It is good. Um, next up world of Warcraft's next expansion shadowlands. So another five minute cinematic trailer quote from PC Gamer, World of Warcraft's next expansion is called Shadowlands. It releases next year and will t- take players to an alternative realm of death and decay where you must choose one of your one of several fraction, factions. Oh my god, to align with the fight against Help me out, Risky. Sylvanas. Yes, we didn't practice that. The trailer was positively bananas with Slavanas dueling Bolvar the Lich King. Before using his helmet to tear open the skies and obliterate the barrier between Azeroth and the Shadowlands. <laughs> I had to rip that quote from PC Gamer because I watched the thing and I was like, man, I don't know what I'm watching. I'm sure a lot of World of Warcraft players are going to love whatever this is. But yeah, okay. Apparently this is a big deal. So Warcraft fans, Ladonian, if you haven't come up for... Uh, breath from azeroth yeah you might as well stay down there because a rift is about to open so you can get into the shadowlands oh boy oh that looks like it's gonna engulf everyone or something (laughs) (laughs) but i have to say they have definitely done a decent number with all their uh their trailers they've seen they've put a lot of lot of effort into all the trade i i haven't seen this much quality in cinematic trailers in, in a while. forever yeah yeah really, and like you really should good. and i would urge you to watch that diablo 4 channel when we get out of here uh diablo 4 trailer when we get out of here it's definitely it's worth a watch it's it's something it's pretty gross but good nonetheless um there's also some stuff on Hearthstone, I think they're getting some new expansions. Um, yeah, protesters were out in full force because of the Blitz Chung stuff, but we're not really going to touch on that. Uh, and there was an apology from the CEO, maybe the Blizzard man. Should, probably should have written that down. But uh, so yeah, they they put out an apology for uh, all the Blitz Chung stuff and blah 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 blah. But overall, it seems to have gone a hell of a lot better than last year, and this was when it was all muddled in the whole Hong Kong controversy. So imagine if this was last year. People would have been pumped. Whoop. Yeah. Yeah, but then they would have had the uh, the mobile game this year. That, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. It's like, yeah, it's been a couple of years, and you're still going to wait a couple more for Diablo 4, so here's a mobile game. Like That might yeah. have made more sense, but... I think they made it sound like Diablo 4 is still a ways off, like years. So we'll see how that goes. Play some World of Warcraft. That comes out next year at some point. So 
do that. Um, all right. We did it. Those are the most important gaming news things that we could find, I think, unless we missed something. If we did, let us know in Discord because that's why it's there for you to correct us and tell us how we're doing this wrong. <laughs> no, not what that's for. Awesome. Anyways, uh, we do have some new games coming out this week. Uh, Valforis is coming to PlayStation and Xbox on November 5th. Uh, along with Just Dance 2019 and Mario oh. and Sonic Olympic Games. You pumped for any of those? I'm sure Just Dance. That seems right up your alley. Uh, I was going to say, should we get this on the Switch and uh, stream it and see who can bust a move? Uh, I mean, I'll probably bust a hit. I think we, we might just <laughs> all be out of commission a few days after that, just from being sore. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then coming out November 8th, we have Death Stranding, Need for Speed Heat, and Jumanji. Oh, I'm looking forward to this game. Jumanji? The Rock? Oh, <laughs> it looks quite good. Uh, that The reboot of Jumanji, I thought, with The Rock was really funny, actually. So It, it, it was very pleasant to watch. It, was not, um, it wasn't too much. No, it was per- um, perfect yeah. amount of remastered for the current time, for sure. Yes. Um, and I'm sure there's some people pumped for Need for Speed Heat. They haven't, I feel like we haven't had a good Need for Speed game in a while so there's that and then you have your ups fedex simulation simulation game Uh, if i end up picking that up i'll let people know what i think about it still on the fence though like i said um all right what else we got our games with gold coming up uh, for November, currently you can get Sherlock Holmes. That goes until the 30th, and then starting on the 16th to the 15th of December, we have Final Station. Uh, you're also going to be ha- getting on the OG Xbox Star Wars Jedi Fighter. That is now until the 15th, uh, and then on the 16th you can pick up Joyride Turbo on the Xbox 360 up until the end of the month, uh, and then the PlayStation Plus games for November, which just outclass games with gold by a mile uh you've got neo and outlast 2 so some good stuff over there if you do have a ps plus subscription i would definitely suggest picking up both of those ones um and then i feel like someone in discord it might have been shine was pretty pumped about star wars jedi starfighter coming out so that that might hold some nostalgia for some people but don't be surprised if you hop in and then you get through 10 minutes of it and you're like oh (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. We got anything to add before we wrap this thing up? Uh, you mentioned Subnaut- Subnautica out on Game Pass. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was a completed list or not because I saw a B with a question mark. and That, well, that was yeah, not I my wondered doing, if you... I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did it, but Moose, I'm not sure. working so. the spreadsheet while we're not, when he's not even here. Hmm. What a guy. Okay, so Subnautica on the 7th will be in Game Pass. Uh, So pick that one up. Anyways, let's wrap the show up. (laughs) Um, Go over to iTunes, rate us, give us that sweet, sweet five-star seal of approval. Gives us better exposure, which obviously is great for the show and the simplest, easiest, most free thing you can do. Hmm. Also... Join us on Discord. Uh, Discord's where everything happens. It's where me, Chocolate Moose are, and every other person you've ever heard on this podcast hangs out every day talking about whatever, all sorts of things. 
Uh, links for that are in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show with your hard-earned money, you can head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Um, our next Patreon episode is actually this upcoming episode, uh, the 77th episode. So there's still some time to get in on our game drawing. And we are we are real close to giving away a full game again. So uh, if you haven't yes. been to the Patreon page, definitely head over there. Uh, we have content coming out uh, for everyone weekly, biweekly. Uh, it, it comes it comes out when it semi-regularly that is perfect that's exactly the word i need to put in here (laughs) semi-regularly um i'll have a post up this week at some point see and this is good when i say it on the podcast because it kind of holds me to it um (laughs) i'm gonna throw up an article about game streaming um and some alternatives to xcloud if you didn't get in there uh into that program yet but um as always each week though we do want to shout out our top tier contributor and that is chaotic. Thanks for the support. Thank you, buddy. Um, and I mean, thanks to all you guys. You guys are all great. Um, also, an alternative way to support the show, we do have a merch store. So if you want to deck yourself out in some awesome cross-Atlantic gaming gear, um, we our current merch store is on Spreadshirt. Uh, links for it, either way, are in the show notes. So definitely check that out. Get yourself a, a nice hoodie because we're coming into winter and you need to stay warm. So get yourself a nice cross-Atlantic gaming hoodie, right? Yes. I might be looking at some new designs. I'm I'm feeling a very kind of a 80s synth type vibe. So I might try to see how great I am at uh, Microsoft Paint and draw something. Well, I think... <laughs> No matter what, as soon as you're done with that first rough draft, you should save it and we should throw it on a shirt for like a week or two, just as a limited time thing. Great a idea. Li- limited edition. Just yep. Great idea. Um, yep. Links for the merch shop are in the show notes, though. Uh, and then if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at CAG Podcast. And then if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Um, I'm at Risky the Kid. If you want to get a hold of me, that's where I am everywhere. How about you, Chocolate? No, I'm Chocolate about 80 everywhere. All right. Well, another episode has come and gone. So sad. We'll see you guys next week, though. But thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. Ta da. So in the spirit of Moose being here, not being here, um, 
I wanted to do some Thanksgiving dad jokes because I'm sure that's all you'll be getting from him for the next few weeks. So I figured I'd start it off now. Does that sound good? Sounds good. That's not what I was Googling while the music was playing. No. <laughs> hey, you don't have to do it. Thanksgiving. That's not even a thing for you. So it's fine if you just do normal ones. doesn't matter to me. Anyways, why did the band hire a turkey as a drummer? Oh, something about drumsticks. Go. Because he had the drumsticks. <laughs> ah, so close. It does feel bad so when close. you get your jokes ruined. Uh, um, right, so hang on I have not found one that is suitable to talk on Which air. cat discovered uh, America? Christopher Columbus Oh my gosh Ouch, that was bad What do you serve Tofu turkey? I don't know Pranksgiving I have no idea That was a bad uh, joke I just read it it Should we terrible. end that one? No, we shouldn't end it here. This one's for the enlightened minds. Why did the turkey get kicked out of the sports stadium for unruly behavior? Gobble, because gobble. Because he tripped a fan. <laughs> tripped a fan? He tripped a fan? But that's also the thing that makes you sleepy on Thanksgiving. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> you are so bad. Thanks, Daddy. What What did the sick people do on the on the Mayflower? I don't know. Threw up. <laughs> they went to the dock. What is this? Yep, crap? we're done. Bye.